Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing two episodes a week now. Uh, Just makes more sense to have more of a breakup, more of a preview going into week two instead of just talking about the specific games we were betting on last year. Uh, Yeah, one note before the show, I have covid so this is a, uh, it's been fun. I'm not feeling the best right now. Thankfully, only it's like a head cold, feeling a little stuffed up. Hopefully I don't sound like shit uh, on the recording, but uh, we'll power through because, you know, got to talk about football. Can't already be breaking down at week two. Uh, lots of good games to talk about this week. Uh, but for this episode, I will be doing a blind review of the Thursday night football game that is happening in... When is that game happening? In six hours. Uh, So, yeah, I'm recording on the Thursday, so when this drops on Friday, I will have my blind review of what happened in that game. Let's see how right I am. Let's see how wrong I am. Uh, Should be fun. I'm going to try to do that every week now. And, yeah, then we'll go over all the week two matchups. I'll give you the betting lines, and at the very end, I will give you my five picks for the week. Uh, as we usually do. So, yeah, let's just start off with a blind review of the Thursday night football game. Minnesota Vikings visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are right now minus six. That line has moved a lot over the last 12 hours. Uh, the over is currently set at 49.5 according to the score. Uh, let's go. Okay, so Eagles... Big win for the Eagles. They looked better on offense uh, after their performance against the Patriots last week. Big bounce back for the Vikings as well. The offense looked good. Kirk limited the turnovers. That's what killed them last week. I am projecting a high total for this game. I think that it could be a... I'm betting the over. I bet the over at 49 already. But I think this should be a fairly easy... Eagles win. I'm thinking like a 27 to 24 type game. Does that hit the over? Am I? That hits the over. Okay. 27, 24 Eagles. Uh, it, it's tough. There was lots of injuries to the, uh, to the Eagles secondary. I think safety Reed Blankenship is out for this game. Uh, James Bradbury is out because of a concussion that allowed the Vikings offense to get back on track after a very bad uh, week one start against the Buccaneers. Uh, The Eagles, though, the Eagles, though, they rolled that front seven held up very well, getting pressure on Kirk all night uh, without center Garrett Bradbury and... Derrissaw is questionable right now, so let's just say he's playing a little bit banged up. Uh... Eagles front seven was able to get pressure very often on Kirk, but Kirk was still able to get the ball out out to his guys, Jay Jettas, Hawkinson, and rookie Jordan Addison. Uh, the Eagles, though, the Eagles offense just couldn't be stopped. The Vikings defense showed that it might not be it uh, 
for them this year. They have a lot of question marks in that secondary, and Jalen Hurts was able to pick apart them. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, Eagles Eagles win this game. The over will hit. Uh, that is the blind review. I'll try to do that better next week. Uh, this is, again, it's the first time doing it, but let's move over to the Week 2 preview Starting off with the one o'clock slate. Starting off with the one o'clock games, we got the Bears visiting the Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus two and a half total set at forty and a half. Uh, listen, that was a very, very, very sloppy game from the Bears last week. Uh, I saw people breaking down some of their play calling on offense. Uh, Brian Baldinger, one of the best on Twitter, who with his quick little breakdowns, but. They the Bears offense just left people so confused about what they were actually trying to accomplish. A lot of their concepts just didn't make any sense, uh, and they failed. They failed miserably. Things that they worked for them last year, they weren't doing week one. Uh, Luke Getze has some things to figure out. The defense also did not looked looked good at all. Uh, Bucks on the other side, a Bucks team who I don't think is going to be very good. Uh, they came out on top week one. They won that turnover margin, and usually when you win the turnover battle, uh, you come out on top. This game, though, I'm avoiding it in general. I don't really have any leans. Uh, the Bucks, the Bucks should roll, though. I, I made the mistake last week of being like, I think the Bears can beat the Packers. Uh, if you look at rosters, the Bucks just flat out have the better roster. Uh then the Bears. That Bucks O line is probably the weak point, but that Bears pass rush is almost non-existent. Uh, Baker Mayfield's going to get the ball out to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I think the Bucks win this game. I think the Bucks start two and zero. Just kind of nuts. Do I see a way that the Bears can win this game? Yes. Do they have to fix almost everything that they did in week one? Yeah, so that's why I'm leaning towards the Bucks in this game. Uh, I'm expecting a much better game from the Bears. I'm expecting more rush rush yards for fields. I think that Roshan Johnson is going to get way more snaps this game because he was the clear best back the Bears had in week one. Uh, yeah, but I guess slight edge to the Bucks money line anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll keep going though. Uh, Packers visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are minus one. That line has shifted since I last last because I was going to pick the Falcons as my money line dog. Um, so that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Falcons now minus one total set at 40 and a half. Uh, the Packers just had to show up last week to beat the Bears. Uh the defense did their job, stopped the offense, uh, which again wasn't very hard to do. Uh, Jordan Love and that Packers offense did their job without Christian Watson. Again, not very tough to do against the Bears. This is the Packers' first real test of the season. Uh, I'm a big believer in this new Falcons defense. Jesse Bates already two interceptions on the season. I think their front seven is much improved. I think their secondary is much improved. This should be a fun game. Uh, the Falcons offense versus the Packers defense. Obviously, the Packers defense has the advantage, but I just don't think that Arthur Smith cares. They're just going to run the ball. I guess we'll see how good uh, 
this Packers run defense truly is because it's going to be the Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier show. Uh, yeah, I was going to take the Falcons as my money line dog, but now I can't. So now I have to figure out who I'm going to do. I have still, I got the whole rest of the week to recap, then I'll get into my picks. But um, I do lean the Falcons. I do think that this will be a close game. Again, Jordan Love, the box score looked impressive, but he was not asked to do a ton uh, last week. This this is going to be a good first test to see what kind of QB Jordan Love really is. Uh, this is one of those low-key fun games that I'm excited to see, excited to see what both of these teams are. Uh, week 2 is really the separator of... I mean, not even. We have such a long season. There's plenty of time for my takes to be correct, but I like the Falcons. This should be a good game. Uh... I think I said the total was 40 and a half. I mean, fuck, with the way that the Falcons run the ball, it probably will be under. I feel like a lot of the Falcons games will go under this season. Uh, but I'm not touching anything this game. I'm not even going to suggest anything this game, but I like the Falcons' money line. I also think every week I'm just going to put like a $1 parlay and pick all the teams that I think I'm going to win. So right now I'm in on the Eagles, Bucks, and Falcons. Uh, next game up, we got a lot of low-scoring uh, totals for this week, but we have the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Houston Texans. Texans are minus one. Col- uh, total is set at 39.5. This is another game where the line has switched. The Colts were favorites in this game. It has now switched over. Uh, and again, I I also like the Texans in this game. Um, Anthony Richardson was the best of the week one quarterbacks. I think we can all, week one rookie quarterbacks, I should say. I think we all agree on that. Uh, But he, if you saw his passing chart from this past week, that man was allergic to the left side of the field. Um, It was honestly nuts. I think out of his like 30-something pass attempts, I think only like five or six of them were the left side of the field. Um... And I think D'Amico Ryans is a smart enough head coach and defensive guy to be like, okay, if he only wants to throw to the right side of the field, we will eliminate the entire right side of the field and force him to throw to the left. Um, Should be interesting. I was fairly impressed with the Texans last week against the Ravens. Obviously, the game got away from them at the end, but I think the Ravens are one of the best teams in the league. They're just working out some kinks. Uh, And I thought the Texans' defense held up pretty well. I think, yeah, I think that the Texans will win this AFC South divisional battle. Uh, I think the Jags just didn't have a good defensive performance against the Colts. I think that now we have that one week of AR tape and their run game was non-existent last week. So I think if D'Amico Ryan just wants to take away that right side of the field from Anthony Richardson, uh, might cause him a lot of problems. Uh, so I am in on the Texans this week. Uh, money line, again, not betting anything in this game. These are two teams, bottom of the barrel last year. We'll see which team comes ahead. I do think the Texans have the slightly better roster, but we shall see. Uh, moving on. This is a fun matchup. The Seattle Seahawks going all the way to Detroit against the Lions. Lions minus four and a half. Total set at 47 and a half. Uh, I was extremely disappointed by the Seahawks last week. Um, they should have 
It should have been better. Uh, something I didn't note in uh, Wednesday's episode. Uh, Charles Cross and Abe Lucas both left the game with injuries. Abe Lucas is now... He's out for this game. I don't know if he's out uh, long term. No, he is on the IR, so they need to find a new right tackle. Uh, Yeah, but either way, Seahawks did not play well whatsoever. Got their lunch fed to them by the Rams. Uh, This is a Lions team that also didn't play great last week uh, against the Chiefs. Had some things go their way. Either way, Lions 1-0. Ah... I think the Lions are gonna. I think the Lions are gonna kill them. I was big on the Seahawks going into the season. Now I am very unsure. I was very impressed by the Lions' defense last week. I was really, really impressed me with their pass rush. Uh, and you're telling me that Aiden Richens or Aiden Hutchinson is now going to be going against a backup right tackle uh, with Geno Smith back there in the pocket. This might be a bet Aiden Hutchinson anytime or whatever his sack total would be for the game. They always said it weird. It's always like 0.5 or it's 0.75. I had Jalen Phillips. I had a I had a sack parlay for last week, and Jalen Phillips was the only one to not hit it because he had half a sack and he needed above three quarters of a sack, which is just a weird total to set. But that's how the draft, uh, not the draft books, I'm thinking of that. But that's how the sports books make their money off totals like that. Um... Yeah, I just expect the Lions to get the better of the Seahawks. I I think this will be a closer game. I do think the Seahawks will get back on track, but I'm a fan of this Lions team. I'm a fan of what they're building. I think just they're the better team on paper in general. Uh, so I'm taking the Lions in this matchup. Uh, is there anything that I else... Gino needs to just have a better game in general. He played like... Uh, he played like the old Geno Smith, that's for sure. And with his weapons that they have everywhere on offense, he should be able to get the ball out to someone, should be able to move the ball. I need to see a better performance from the Seahawks on offense this week, but I am still taking the Lions. Uh, yeah, I think the Lions win this game. Next game up, the LA Chargers are on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Chargers minus three. Total set at 45 and a half. Ah, uh, this is a huge bounce back game for the Chargers. Everything everything tells me that the Chargers should beat them. They have the better team. They have the better quarterback. Um, but something about Mike Vrabel being a home dog uh, has me worried. And I really, really like this Titans defense. I think this is a very, very good Titans Titans defense uh they showed against or they showed up last week against the Saints and if it wasn't for Ryan Tannehill having a terrible terrible performance the Titans would have easily won that game uh they kicked what five field goals in that game which great on Nick Folk for still having that leg at his age but uh I don't know this this should just be an easy an easy Chargers win the Chargers should be able to prove that they are the better team, the more talented roster. Uh, it just comes down to coaching. And obviously the Titans have the huge edge in the coaching matchup. Um, this game should be fun. Uh, I feel like we're going to get more of a Justin Herbert passing game than a uh, than that run game we saw from that last week. Obviously it is nice to know that they can run the ball like that, but uh, 
I feel like they just need to open up the offense just a tad bit more. They were very conservative in the play calling last week after, I mean, all I heard Spills talk about in the offseason, how Kellen Moore is going to have Justin Herbert throwing down the field again uh, like he was in his rookie season, but it was check down after check down and Austin Eckler carrying the offense like he does. Um, this should be a Chargers bounce back win. Um, again, I, 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 I will pick the Chargers to win this game. Am I happy about it? No. But am I trying to stay away from the bias that I automatically have towards the Chargers and just picking the Titans outright? Uh, I am. But if the Titans do win this game, however, I am going to be terrible to Spills. Spills is going to... No, I won't say that. It'll be it'll be a tough week to Spills if the Chargers start 0-2, though. Uh, that, is, that is a promise. Uh, they do have their buy-in week five, though, so I don't know. If they if they don't start off hot, Brandon Staley should get fired. He should have, again, I said it, he should have been fired after that playoff loss last year. And losing to the Titans uh, should, should be grounds for firing. Uh, what was the total for this game? Total 45 and a half. Uh, listen, if Ryan Tannehill has like a somewhat better performance, I think that this is a potential over. Uh, I obviously do like the Chargers' offense a ton. The Titans' offense looked terrible uh, last week, but still scored five times. Uh, Yeah, Tannehill needs to be better. They need to run the ball more with Derrick Henry. I'm expecting a big Derrick Henry game for this. I don't know. This this, this is going to be a sneaky good game. Chargers should roll, but this is definitely a trap game for the Chargers. Uh, They need this game to get on track, though. Next game up, we have another great 1 o'clock game. The Baltimore Ravens uh, on the road at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals minus 3.5. Total for the game is 46.5. You want to talk about a team that looked bad last week? Uh, That is the Cincinnati Bengals. That offense was abysmal against the Browns in the rain last week. They did absolutely nothing. They need to be much, much better, and I think that they do have the chance chance to do it uh, this week, mainly because the Ravens are injured again. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum and Ronnie Stanley are both questionable going into Sunday. Uh, Marcus Williams tore his peck, so he is out for the foreseeable future. Uh, J.K. Dobbins also torn Achilles, so he won't be there. So... They got potentially two starters missing on the offensive line. They're starting running back and they're starting safety. Uh, potentially all out for the game. Two of them will be out for the game, though. Uh, it's tough for the Ravens to already be like that behind the curve just with the injury stuff. Uh, it sucks. Um, but this is also a Ravens team from last year who almost won that playoff game against the Bengals with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. They were a, uh, who was it? Was it Sam Hubbard? They were a Sam Hubbard, uh, 97 yard fumble recovery touchdown, uh, from winning that game. This, this is a line that I'm, I lean towards Ravens plus three and a half. Will I take it? No, but, uh, Again, I'm a big fan of this Ravens defense. The Bengals need to fix a lot on offense. Hopefully Joe Burrow isn't as rusty as he was last week. Uh, I do think, though, with uh, 
the Ravens secondary missing Marcus Williams and still missing Marlon Humphrey. This should be a big Bengals passing attack game. Uh, the Ravens front seven would really have to bring the pressure and dial up the pressure on Joe Burrow. Uh, we'll see, though. I think the Bengals win this game, but uh, don't count the Ravens out. That That's for damn sure. All divisional games are usually close. This should be a fun one. Uh, next game up, the Raiders are going all the way cross country to visit the Buffalo Bills. This line has also now changed. It is now minus eight Buffalo. I've been seeing minus nine all morning. Uh, total 46 and a half. Listen, I saw what the Raiders did against the Broncos last week. Was not impressed whatsoever by either side of their, uh, team offense and defense. And listen, the Bills, the Bills got their app. They they sucked last week. There's no other way to say it. Their defense held up their end of the bargain. They looked pretty good. They did get a little gashed uh, gashed on the ground, but it was really just Brees Hall and his two carries for 109 yards that did it to them. Um, this, this should be a major, major bounce back game from Josh Allen. I think he is pissed off. I think he wants this. Uh, I'm not, this isn't one of my picks, but I am completely on the Bills minus eight. I think they're going to kill the Raiders this week. Um, I don't think it's going to be close. I think, yeah, the Raiders are the number one team in the AFC West right now, which is absolutely insane, but they will come crashing back down to earth this Sunday. The Bills are going to roll them. Uh, it's not one of my picks, but Bills minus eight is definitely something that people should be looking at, uh. Yeah, I think the Bills' offense is just going to carve them up. They need they need a big bounce-back game on offense uh, after what they did last week. And I'm sure it will be there. If it's not, we got to start talking about uh, some people in Buffalo there who might be out of jobs. Uh, yeah. Bills are going to roll, though. I just don't have enough confidence in the Raiders' roster at all. Uh yeah, so Bills are my pick. Uh, another great man. We have a lot of really good 1 o'clock games. Uh, Kansas City visiting the Jacksonville Jags. The Chiefs are minus 3.5. Total is set at 51.5. Uh, this was a game where if I knew that Travis Kelsey wasn't playing, um, I would be taking the Jags money line. However, Travis Kelsey is... Uh, it is looking like he will be playing. I'm... Uh, Chris Jones also back for a Chiefs defense that already looked very good last week. They held the Lions to 14 points, not including obviously Kadarius Tony's uh, pick six there, but they held the Lions offense to 14 points. Uh, that was one of the better offenses in the league last year. Um, and with the addition of Chris Jones coming back, I think is just huge for them. Uh, and yeah. Pat Mahomes getting Travis Kelsey back, his number one target, his favorite target. Uh, I, yeah, should be th- this, and it, it'll be a pissed off Kansas City team too. Uh, Kadarius Tony came out and he apologized to Pat Mahomes. He apologized to uh, uh, to Andy Reid. He apologized to the team for how bad of a performance that he did have. And I didn't mention this on Wednesday's show either, and I wanted to, but... Two games ago, in that Super Bowl, Kadarius Toney was the big factor on why the Chiefs won that game. We all know that he does have that ability in him. 
last week was just the worst possible game of his career. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm expecting a bounce back game from the Chiefs. Talk about the Jags though. Uh, the offense is still going to be very good. The defense though is where I have some question marks. They didn't look great against the Colts last week. Um, and this is a Chiefs offense where you really can't make a ton of mistakes. Uh, so I think this will be a close game. Uh, I would definitely lean Jags plus three and a half just because I do think it'll be a close game. I don't think that the Chiefs are going to whoop them. Uh, this will be a fun game. This is a potential future playoff matchup uh, for these playoffs. Ugh, I'm so fucking tired. I am dead right now, but I will keep powering through. Um, yeah, Chiefs should win. This should be a get or a bounce back game for the Chiefs. If the Chiefs start 0-2, though, um, those Super Bowl odds will be juicy and might be juicy enough to hit them. Uh, yeah, we will keep moving on, though. 49ers, we got an NFC West divisional clash. Uh, the 49ers visiting the LA Rams. Niners are minus eight. Uh, total is set at 44 and a half. Um, yeah, I'm... The Niners should kill them. Like, uh, I was obviously very, very impressed by what the Rams did against the Seahawks last week. Sean McVay put on a coaching masterclass. Uh, Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell looked fantastic. Uh, but the Seahawks are a much different team than the way that these Niners are built. Um, and I don't know, again, I was saying it, I've been saying it all year, this Rams defense is Aaron Donald and a bunch of young players that I'm just not familiar with yet, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we saw what they did to a, I thought, a very good Steelers defense last week. They absolutely gashed them. I'm expecting no different. I'm expecting the Niners offense to do whatever they want against this Rams defense. Uh, however, I do expect the Rams to not stay in the game, but they'll put up their points. Um, I think Matt Stafford, he proved me wrong in week one. His arm looks great. He was putting the ball all over the field. Uh, again, much different defense uh, than they were playing last week, but... Uh, Sean McVay always schemes up good games against Kyle Shanahan and this Niners team. Uh, yeah, I, again, I'll give out my picks at the end, but I am picking something in this game. That's for damn sure. Uh, next game up. Ooh, the line keeps moving down. I love this. Uh, Giants visiting the Cardinals. Giants are minus four. Total set at 39 and a half. The Giants putting up zero points was bad. It was... The game plan immediately got away from them. Obviously, what the Giants like to do is run the ball and run it very efficiently, make Daniel Jones hit. But the, what the Cowboys did was force Daniel Jones to throw the ball, which is something Daniel Jones just not very good at, especially when you face a Cowboys secondary that has Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs and whatever. It's was was a tough matchup for the Giants, especially when they got down early. Um I am fully expecting the Giants to whoop on the Cardinals. Now, was I impressed by what the Cardinals did last week to the Commanders? Yes, that was a very close game. I thought the Commanders would have been better. Again, they came out with the win. The win is all that matters. But the Cardinals' defense did play well. 
Do I think Brian Dable is a better coach than Ron Rivera? I know Eric Bieniemy is the one calling the plays, but again, new system, new for everyone. It's hard week one. That's what I was saying all last week. So the commanders did win, and I'm expecting that offense to get better down the road. Uh, but yeah, I think the Giants are going to be pissed off. I think that they are going to be hungry, and I do not want to play a pissed off uh team coached by Brian Dable that's for damn sure uh one of my bets for this week is going to be Saquon Barkley uh two touchdown score uh, I think that's going to be a very good bet hopefully that hits anyways uh and yeah this Giants de- Giants defense also kind of got embarrassed actually no they didn't it was all it was all the Cowboys defense last week because I mean Dak did not have a good passing game how was the running game though uh the running game was fine but uh yeah, I just, again, Josh Dobbs throwing to Hollywood Brown and Rondell Moore and James Conner in the backfield shouldn't scare anyone. Uh, this is a Giants defense that a lot of people liked going into the season, me included. Uh, I think they're also going to be playing pissed off. I think the Giants are going to kill them. The Giants are going to kill them, uh, and we'll keep moving. Uh, oh, that is not the games. Uh, next game up, New York Jets visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are minus eight and a half. Uh, total is set at 38 and a half. All of these lines have moved, uh, very quick, very quick. Um, total is set at 38 and a half. Uh, yeah, so this was a fun game that I was hope like that, but now with the Aaron Rodgers injury, uh, the Cowboys defense against Zach Wilson is going to be uh, ferocious. And again, this Jets uh, defense versus the Cowboys offense will also be a crazy matchup. Sauce Gardner versus C.D. Lamb is going to be fun. D.J. Reed opposite Brandon Cooks. Uh, Their defensive line against that Cowboys very good offensive line. This will be a defensive matchup uh, if I've ever seen one. Um. Yeah, are the Cowboys going to win? Of course they're going to win. They're you. I don't know. Just like a rule of thumb, I don't think that you should pick the Jets in any game with Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback. I mean, that's definitely disrespectful because they will have games against. I mean, let's just look at this Jets schedule really quick. Uh. Oh no! Wait. Oh, bad podcasting. There we go. Schedule. Like, they won't be favored against the Cowboys. They shouldn't be favored against the Patriots. They won't against the Chiefs. They shouldn't against the Broncos. Like, Zach Wilson being their quarterback just hinders them so much. And I know that there's no really good vet free agent options that they can bring in that would be better than him. So it's all on Zach Wilson to just, this is it for him. If he doesn't prove that he can be their potential starter in the future, they should just cut bait, move on find someone else to take the reins from. Uh, Yeah, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Uh, Will they win it handily? I don't know. I could see this being another low-scoring game from from both sides, kind of like a uh, Bills and Jets game from last week, and especially because the total or the Jets are favored by... or the Cowboys are favored by eight and a half and it is a low total. Um, Yeah, the Cowboys are going to win this game easily though. 
Next game up, this is a very, very smelly matchup. The Washington Commanders visiting the Denver Broncos. Broncos minus three and a half, uh, total set at 38 and a half. Uh, Commanders didn't look great last week. Obviously, they probably played the worst roster in the NFL, almost lost. Uh, However, aside from one good Broncos uh, quarter, and that was the first quarter, the Broncos also didn't look very good on offense whatsoever. The defense still looked good. The commander's front seven still looked good. Uh, this is just this is just a who cares game. Uh, I kind of do like the commanders to win. Am I going to pick them as like a money line dog? No, because I don't have enough faith in them. I still need to see the offense uh, click and get into gear a little more. I saw some good things from Sam Howell. I saw some absolutely horrid things from Sam Howell. Uh, but again, on the other side, I'm also not relying on Russell Wilson to win by four points against this commander's team. Uh, just an overall smelly game. Avoid this game. This game will not get any love on red zone. It won't get any love on my TV here. Uh, just a who's care, who cares game. I guess if I have to pick, I, I'm definitely leaning the commander's money line over the Broncos just straight up. Uh, I do think, again, I have the commanders to make my playoffs in the NFC. I do think that they're a better team than what they showed last week against the Cardinals. Uh, and I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Uh, and now we're on to the Sunday night football game. The Miami Dolphins on the road against the New England Patriots. Dolphins are minus three. Total is set at 46 and a half. Uh, Let me just start this off by saying that the Dolphins are going to win this game. Uh, Will it be a close game? It definitely will. I don't think there has been a Dolphins game against the Patriots in recent memory that hasn't been a close game. Uh, Tua has never lost to the Patriots in his career. It's not about to start on Sunday. Uh, However, the Patriots do have a way to win this game, and it's the same thing I've been saying for, honestly, like years now. It's control the clock, run the ball well, play good defense, win the turnover margin, and they got a chance. Uh, Obviously, Dolphins got gashed in the run game last week, uh, and that's what the Patriots are going to try to replicate. They're going to try to run the ball down our throats all game with Ramondre and Zeke. Um, I will say, though, I think that Vic Fangio is definitely scheming up uh, a better game uh, or a better run defensive game. Uh, Oh, my God. My mind is so out of it right now. Okay, let me just restart that. Vic Fangio is definitely going to be having a different scheme, a different game plan for Mac Jones and the Patriots offense over Justin Herbert and the Chargers offense. I definitely assume that Fangio thought that it's let's limit the big plays from the Chargers, take away all of the deep stuff for Justin Herbert, let them check down, let them run the ball. We'll make the plays when they had to, and they did. Um, I'm not worried about the deep passing attack of the Patriots. That's for damn sure. I think that we will have a much heavier of an emphasis on stopping the run this game. Uh, I still believe in our defense. Our defense was fourth best last year at stopping the run. Uh, And all those players are still there. So I'm assuming that 
it was just a scheme thing last week, a game plan thing, and it'll be a much different defense that we see against the Patriots this week. Uh, I am excited to see Christian Gonzalez live because I only saw the highlights. It, uh, hopefully, yeah, I mean, he has a very, very tough matchup going against Tyreek. I'm sure that they will try to double him with Gonzo and one of the safeties over the top, but that leaves Waddle wide open on the other side because I can assure you that Jack Jones... No, Jack Jones is on Pup or IR or whatever, not Jack Jones. Uh, Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones cannot keep up with Waddle. Um, yeah, th- this is going to be a lower lower scoring game, but I'm expecting like a 24-20, 24-21 type game. Uh, it'll be close. That line is kind of set right where it should be. Um, was it two and a half this morning? Now it's minus three. I'm not touching this game. Do I think that the Dolphins are going to win? Of course I do. But uh, minus three, I know I know what the Patriots and I know what Bill Belichick does. This is going to be a close game. Uh, if it's not, though, watch out for the Dolphins. That's all I can say. Uh, moving on to the Monday night football games. For some reason, there's two Monday night football games and there's two Monday night football games next week. I don't know why. Again, not really complaining. I'm fine with that. Uh, we have an NFC South South Divisional matchup. New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Saints minus three. Total set at 39.5. Uh, listen, I think the Saints are going to win this one. Um, solely based on the fact that C.J. Henderson will be the one covering Chris Olave because J.C. Horn, unfortunately, is hurt again. He will be missing time. Uh, not good. Panthers guard Brady Christensen is also out for the year. I saw that come across the timeline. So not a great start for the Panthers. Uh, and it won't be good for Bryce Young because this is still a very good Saints defense and with no no real good weapons for him like we keep saying how he has like solid guys but it's like Adam Thielen at this point is I don't even know what like a low end or not low end low end no not even low end wide receiver two he's he's a wide receiver three for most teams at this point uh Terrace Marshall hasn't developed they're still hoping that he turns into something and then obviously rookie Jonathan Mingo uh needs to step up he has the ability to be their wide receiver one just hasn't shown it uh yeah this Panthers and this Panthers defense needs to show up they played well against the Falcons last week um again but you lose the turnover battle you usually lose the game uh yeah I'm I'm expecting the Saints to win here though I doesn't look good for the Panthers uh I saw a moob joke on Twitter that uh with with the J.C. Horn injury that the Bears are going to be picking uh, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. That would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, obviously, the Panthers do not have their first-round pick because they gave it to the Bears, and they got Bryce Young. Uh, Bryce Young was fine last week. I'm hoping that he has a bit of a better game, uh, a little, le- little better with his ball control and ball security, less interceptions. Uh We'll see. I mean, this is a Saints defense that forced three interceptions on Ryan Tannehill last week. Uh, should be fun, but I think the Saints are going to win this game. And last game up uh, on the week, Cleveland Browns on the road visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, 
Browns minus two and a half total set at 38 and a half. Uh, listen, I was very, very high on the Steelers. And then after what I saw from them last week, um, it was brutal. I don't understand Matt Canada, who has been their offensive coordinator since 2021, is still running the same uninventive, unimaginative play calls uh, that he's always been. And it's a big part of why they lose, because their offense is just so stagnant and doesn't do anything, even with all of the high-caliber players they do have on that offense. Um, And the Browns, that Browns defense looked very, very good against the Bengals last week. Again, the game was rainy, and that can play a factor, but... uh, Miles Garrett was an absolute weapon. Denzel Ward looked great. This is a very, this is a very good Browns defense now that it is coached properly, uh, and I still believe in this Steelers defense a ton. I mean, T.J. Watt had fucking three sacks and two forced fumbles last week, uh, just insane. And it'll be and he'll be going across to Juan Jones. That'll be a fun matchup to watch. The six eight rookie going against one of the best defensive players in the league and T.J. Watt. Uh, That'll be fun. This, again, it's a divisional matchup. Uh, The game will be close. Steelers, another home dog for them. I know that their record as a home dog is very, very good. They obviously got their shit pumped in last week. But uh, could there be a bounce back from the Steelers? Um, I think so. I'm I'm not confident. But this will be... This will be a good game. This will be a very, very good game. Lots of low totals for this week. If we're just counting the stuff that's like 40 and a half and under, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight games that have a 40 and a half or lower total on the week. Um, Very, very, very low. Um, Yeah, so... This feels like a game that could go over. I don't know why. Both defenses are definitely the better units compared to the offenses that they're going against, but 38.5 just seems low for these two teams. Uh, I guess we'll see, though. I guess we'll see. Okay, to end this show, I will give out my five picks of the week. Those five picks obviously, obviously being my favorite, my favorite dog, over, under, and a money line dog. Uh, we'll start off with my fa- or my favorite for the week. It is the Giants minus four. I am completely expecting Brian Dable to get this team back on track. I'm expecting them to be pissed off after getting embarrassed on Sunday night football in front of the entire world, or I guess North America. Um, it's not a good Cardinals team. They might have looked pretty good week one, but I'm expecting the Giants to absolutely kill them. Giants minus four is my favorite of the week. Uh, my dog, my dog, I am going Jets plus eight and a half. I know some of you, it's like, ooh, that that seems like a, seems like a, the Cowboys could be in line for an ass whooping to the Jets, but uh, listen, I'm expecting, I mean, Vegas expects it to be a low total. They have it set at 38 and a half. With that low total, eight and a half points is a lot of points to cover if it's going to be a low scoring game. That's my only rationale into it, and I'm expecting Dak Prescott and, Mac, and Mike McCarthy to make a few bonehead moves and we'll keep the Jets around, not in the game, but around and in, in and around that point total. And that is what I am hoping for. So Jets plus eight and a half. My over for the week is 
over 44 and a half in Niners Rams. Uh, listen, this is this is a Niners team that could score another 30 plus points this weekend. It would not shock me whatsoever. This Rams defense, although they hold, they held the Seahawks to 13 last week, I think that that was a fluke. I'm expecting a big game from the Niners offense, and I'm not expecting this Rams offense to just get shut out. So I think that they'll score enough points to get this over. So I like over 44 and a half. Uh, for my under, I'm going under 45 and a half in the Chargers-Titans game. Uh Ryan Tannehill looked terrible last week. I don't really expect him to fix those mistakes. I just think he's kind of a cooked product at this point. It is what it is. Uh, I think the Chargers defense will be better. I think that hopefully Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack have fixed out whatever their issues are because they're not going against a good uh, a good Titans offensive line, but... They also went against Kendall Lamb and Austin Jackson last week and got cooked. So uh, I'm expecting a good defensive side from both sides. Uh, I think it will be a lower scoring game. So uh, I'm taking under 45 and a half Chargers Titans. My money line dog for the week. uh, I was joking earlier with being like, ah, like, do I pick the Titans here? And I just can't. I shouldn't. I want to. But the... The smart NFL brain that I has tells me not not to pick the Titans. The Chargers are a good team, and they better prove that this week. That's all I can say. Um, but I am going to pick the Steelers out after kicking them out of my playoffs on Wednesday's show. Uh, I'm expecting a bounce-back game from them. Mike Tomlin is a very, very, very good coach. He will get the most out of his guys. They will be revved up. Again, they got embarrassed week one. They will want to play better. Uh, it's a divisional game. It's at home for them. So I am picking Steelers' money line for this week. Okay, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, sorry if a lot of my thoughts just weren't making sense. Obviously, brain's a little cloudy right now. With uh, I got the COVID brain, but... Uh, good episode i'm happy to be doing this twice a week now uh should be a lot of fun for the rest of the season um but yeah if you've liked this please like share retweet subscribe and all that fun and all that oh did i mess up my outro i did mess up my outro see covid brain uh if you've liked this please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace